1: Go to Bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. Bluenile.com code LISTEN.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. The topic of our podcast today is the legendary, the life, of the of the legendary Hank Williams. Not Hank Williams Junior, Brandy, but Hank Williams himself. Wow.
0: The real deal, Timmy. The
3: real deal. The real
2: deal. deal. Your thoughts on that, Brandy, Brandy, if any?
3: I have none, and Lucy has none either.
2: Well, he lived a um he's considered the father of modern country music. But he died way, way too soon. So we're going to talk about his life. But before we do, let re- let me remind all of our listeners, um, the few that are still because it's out been there, a while. It's been that a while. we. It, wow. it has been wow. a while. But you know, Brandy, it, the the funny thing, Brandy, is it seems like we record all the time, but it's been a while since we the, have a lot of, of our we have
1: some episodes technical have been
2: issues released. Well, yes. let's hope, well, let's hope this one sees the light of day. This
0: is a fresh start, Timmy. A new all beginning. Right. An era of new technology uh, we have in
2: it. Fresh start sounds like some kind of feminine <laughs> fresh product to me. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know Jesus. what there is, Brandy, about all these feminine products, but oh, they, they confuse me, Colonel. They well, confuse they confuse
0: me. me, too. Well, they're not
3: they
2: for you. They
0: confuse me, too. So...
2: Still, still not for you, so I don't... I don't even understand that whole... The whole duching (laughs) process. The whole
0: what process, (laughs) Timmy?
2: What? What? Duching? El (laughs) Duche? El El (laughs) Duche? That's what they called it. Oh,
0: my God.
3: (laughs) Wait a minute. You don't understand the process?
2: I don't understand that whole process, now. I mean, I get it in theory, but... (laughs) It, I'm sure there's some parts that I'm, you know, I, I I find it hard to get to A to C. You know what well, here's, about? I mean? Like,
0: I here's the a thing maybe you could explain to me, uh. devil. <clears throat> I've always been a wee bit confused by is that women say, well, you know, I'm not smelling so fresh down there, right? So what I'm going to mm. do to make this place on my body smell better I am going to fill it with vinegar.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe the vinegar part. Is it the it part seems
0: like, like where, where, where is the starting point here? The vinegar I mean, actually, is it's, the improvement. It's, it's
2: a, it, 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 I get that, Brandy, I get that it's a, a vagina shower. I mean, I get that. But, yeah, that whole vinegar thing throws me off, too, because...
0: Well, no, like it's it's one of those things that makes your eyes water and everything else. And I, so that's my question.
2: I mean, put some bleach. You no. know what I mean? Some Sandblast
0: it, do whatever. What is but that? vinegar is an improvement? Not really sure what
2: is, how that works yeah,
0: to me. What's, I guess that's what I always wonder. What is your I, starting point?
2: Women are mysteries, Colonel. They're, they're, they're enigmas. Mystery. Yeah, they okay. really are.
3: First of all, the two of you are acting like you don't have access to Google. So, I well, mean, at well, any point, let, this could let have been an answered uh, Before
2: you. we go on further, let me remind everyone we're a comedy podcast, and sometimes we talk about adult subject matter. I guess I should have did that, like, a couple minutes yeah. ago.
0: Well, you're already deep into it now, Timmy. You're deep into it.
2: So, Brandy, uh, would you maybe, like... You think we could like at dweepcon have a symposium on that whole process call in some experts and because you know I, let's face it a lot of our male listeners oh. are not that are not that smart, so I'm sure they could benefit from it. What is happening? look
3: <laughs> i you know chuck can can do that is fine, but what I'm going to tell you is that. When you have a problem down there, mm. you know a lot of time. There's you know bacteria and there's all this other stuff, and the vinegar the cooties, helps basically. clear out. The okay, the vinegar helps clear out some of that harmful bacteria that's up there. Allegedly,
2: but wouldn't I would also like bleached, to state that bleached, doing, doing that. Thing,
3: hold no on, matter. I would also like to say. Not bleach that would burn. Did you just say fucking bleach? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. What, what the hell? What else is going to kill the I'm coochie coochie <laughs> all that problem? And it would sm- make it smell better. Well, yeah. well, you know what? If I just inject it in my veins, mm, I'll never, never get, get COVID. I'll never yeah. get COVID. Or, yes. Yeah, so, you know, but right. me I mean, I in all, in all for fairness, the record. that's true. Hold that's on. True. And, and let me state for the record that it is not healthy to do that your system down there is self like a self cleaning oven so just you know
0: just so, saying do they These sell they <clears throat> devil you know sometimes your your intestinal in gut flora becomes disrupted and you have you take probiotics right do they sell like vag probiotics huh, okay. Something that you could just take to keep yeah, the yeah. Uh, the okay yes that's good
3: yeah you can get you can get some over the counter stuff that will like allegedly anti, do anti
2: fungal, yeah. anti bacteria sort of thing.
3: I don't think it's called that. I don't know. <laughs> you know, off the top of
2: my head, I, but... I call it crotch rot. As, well, is vaginal
0: degeneration? Disorder. Which brings us to, Timmy.
2: Athlete's vagina. Timmy,
0: um, mm-hmm.
3: That's what it is.
0: Uh, we got a new sponsor this week. Big Owl's. Oh, Big good. Owl's oh, Body God. Shop.
2: <laughs> Remember Bob had the um, they had Bob's uh, Signs or Paint Company. He sponsored yeah, us. He did, but now list. this yes. week we got a new one, and
0: it's uh, Bob's Body Shop and Vaginal Rejuvenation mm-hmm. Center. Right, oh well, because think of it. Stop shopping. It's it's perfect marketing because generally who's backing into things, wrecking the cost. You know, it's it's a female demographic. So then they bring it in, they get an you estimate a and they say there, mm, and I can get it fixed down there. Not only are you gonna fix my bumpers, you know, metaphorically. Um and he does do lifts mm. if you you know, got a little sag on the things there. So we just welcome big owls body shop and vaginal rejuvenation center timmy
2: did bob sell because you called it bob's a while ago a minute ago did he, did he sell no bob was
0: our first one bob and our brothers uh, so it depends oh, on who okay. you get that
3: day. oh my well, well you know what let's get I some mean, merch really, from there
2: let's get know, some merch
0: from them yeah we need some
1: <laughs> you
2: can, i want merch from you those you can people. get I, I like the motto. You can get your oil changed while you get your oil changed, <laughs> right,
0: Demi. Very good, very good. Jesus.
2: Jesus, We're on a roll, Brandy. We haven't. I, I, haven't, even got you to, know I haven't even got to introduction yet.
3: I know. Can we do that?
2: Well, let me Just introduce a lady who uh, is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent. Her Majesty. Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy, if at all?
3: I'm actually really good, Timmy. I'm really, really good. I'm in a great mood. And.
2: Well, before I'm good. The, for the whole vinegar conversation.
3: I'm still in a good mood. Your guy's ignorance is not going to make me have a bad day today.
2: Well. I'm glad of that, so, Brandy, because you know Brandy's not happy. So nowhere. you
0: got up this morning and put on the your right ignorance first, underwear, something like Brandy. that, Devil. It just our ignorance just bounces I, right we, off you, is what you're saying.
1: Oh
3: my gosh, it just bounces right off. I'm gonna take
0: have those a great to Target day. with you,
3: despite the two of you. Well,
0: well, well. we're gonna see if we can't change. That was
2: young that. Noah, Timmy. I I take that as a challenge, <laughs> Devil. I, I give I give us five minutes, but how Noah, is Noah is fine. Noah's fine. He's good. Has he stopped? Everybody's his, good. Has he given up his? I haven't seen him on any uh, TikTok videos where he's getting taken off the plane lately. Is he? Is he oh. uh, done? Done with his uh, anti is or is he still wearing anything? a mask? He's is he still mask.
0: wearing his mask?
3: You know, yes, yeah, he does. And let me also just say that you know. The protest on the plan. I just quit giving him his allowance oh. so he can't he can't buy a ticket to get on. Uh,
2: so, he's, you know. He's sitting below the belt. I mean, how yeah. is he going to play? Those days are over. How's he going to play uh, Call of Duty? Well, and,
0: I mean, when he's walking home from school and all the other kids got the, the <sighs> gummy worms. Fortnite. And Noah's just going to be eating uh, cheap candy. That, yeah. but, okay, see, here's what you're doing, devil. And when... I don't know when what Noah's the fuck is walking you are home from school. And he right goes now. into the little convenience store, and you've cut off his allowance, and Noah's going to want his gummy worms or whatever, you know, his his Red Bull to keep his YouTube channel going because he's got to record that night, and he shoplifts. Uh, That's on you, Devil, because you took his money.
2: It is on okay. You. Definitely on. You.
3: Let me let me say this. And Lucy's entered the chat.
2: Lucy Lucy agrees with us.
3: Yeah. Well. Let me also say this. Noah gets dropped off the bus basically at my front door. There's no bodega from here to there. So, I mean, he's pretty safe. And he doesn't like gummy worms or Red Bull.
2: What a- so now I hope you're giving them age-appropriate gummy worms.
0: What is an allowance these days I don't
2: think that's any of your business.
0: Noah's age?
3: Um, no. Room and board.
0: <laughs> okay, well. So he's sleeping out <laughs> in the backyard now. You <laughs> took away his allowance.
2: I, I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, parents. You know, they always throw yes. that up, don't they? They don't they brandy. I mean, Colonel, don't they always throw up? Your, they're paying for your room and board. I mean, what? It's kind of like the whole idea of being a parent. Yeah. Right? Well, You're,
0: you know, well, I see. You. I yeah. used to always tell my boys while they're. That, little, uh, they were arguing one time over something they something that was theirs and uh you know who would belonged to as boys are wont to do. And I had to stop them and I said, you know, boys, take a look around. Everything in your purview is mine. Everything yes, the light I am the river that mine. all life springs from in this domain. And the only thing in this house
2: I'm impressed with your flowery. The English only
0: thing in this house that purse. you get to keep is whatever dreams you have. So fancy. Nothing more. Nothing more belongs to you. Just your dreams. They are chattel. Basically, basically yes.
2: Basically. True.
0: Yes. So, but I'm sorry. I, am it's, I interrupting brandy time, or are we finished with it, Timmy? Well, kind you know, of drug on. Not it's, it feels
2: like brandy time. So it's okay. It's, it's usually, I don't you, care. That's usually when we see a drop in our, you know, if you're looking at the stats, right around brandy time. Picks up once uh, I introduced the colonel, but. Well, brandy. Um. So Noah is okay. He's doing well. Yeah, everybody's fine.
3: Well, he's great.
2: We never ask. It seems like Uh,
3: we uh, never ask about David. Wait a
0: minute. Because David is. I mean, basically the trophy husband that you land, Dave.
3: Let me I, tell you something. We're not sure.
2: I mean, it's, it's obviously. Dave well, Dave card, is
0: the Lanny obviously. placeholder, basically. We know that. I mean, he just yeah fill in space. Oh my Lanny gosh! But
3: you know what? I want to give Dave credit right now, and I don't normally do has that. Dave
0: stepped it up, being a supportive man. But I
2: don't think you've think ever done that, have you? It.
0: No, I, I can't recall. So.
3: So, no, so I resigned from my job this week, and I don't have another job, because I was sort of forced to resign from my job. And my husband has been so, nothing like Richard but Nixon. supportive, sort of, yeah, but my husband has been nothing but supportive and wonderful, and I know he's freaking out, and he's kept me calm, and I want to give him all the credit for that. So, he's been amazing. And so it's been it's been so um, it's been wonderful because if he had freaked out, so I would have freaked out.
0: Well, well, now we're just in a very
3: even freak
2: that Dave is supportive. Well,
0: I think Um, Dave has probably been supportive for quite some time. He's just not been recognized for said support. And maybe maybe you will see Shut Dave up, in a new light. Maybe you will see because I've met Dave a number of times. I don't know. I see no imperfections in Dave. Yeah, but I don't have any.
2: Clue. Well, it, it, that's true. And and with Dave, when you're in a room with Dave, so, so ping a picture for our listeners, it's like a, the clouds part and sunbeams. Well, shine. let me paint a bigger picture, <laughs>
0: uh, a more clear picture for a you, Timmy. Singing over As the door opens, Timmy, and a man walks through mm-hmm. with a pair of work jeans and whatever t-shirt and a pair of suspenders, uh, Dave's trademark look, then the clouds <laughs> part, and the sun breaks through, Timmy.
2: Larry King yeah. copied it from him.
0: Yeah, Larry uh, King saw Dave one day, and he's like, "Yeah, that works. Actually, when they made the movie Wall Street, Timmy Gordon Gecko gordon gecko saw dave and he's like oh yeah yeah
2: yeah
1: hmm. uh, that guy's yeah, got a lot yeah. of kale i'm going to yeah, so. it. <laughs> i'm sure he'll
3: actually
2: but. i i've i've worn suspenders before
0: i've never done it
2: i th- i'm sure every little I've, boy has I, I did
0: it at some point i i i thought because the boys got into wearing them and i and i got a pair and you know they clip on the back of your pants But, you know, when you try to snug them up and tighten everything down and that clip comes loose and hits you in the back of the head, you're just done with suspenders, Timmy. It's just belts for me.
3: Uh, I thought he was going to say he couldn't get the little clip between his ass (laughs) and the jeans. They were so tight. You
0: know, I was... Because they were skinny
2: Brandy Well, Brandy. You know, all of... uh, Chuck and I, as well of of all of our listeners, love you. And... um, we're here for you. And we're sorry that you know that you uh, you resigned, but you know better days are ahead. I, you
0: know, I'm not sorry for you, Devil. I'm oh, not yeah. sorry for you because I mean, I,
2: would, I wouldn't depend on I wouldn't depend on Patreon to keep you alive. But well, here you want the best part, Chuck? Tell yes. them the best part.
3: Why did I have to resign?
0: Because she was mean to me. <laughs> yep, she was mean to me. To me. I'm not Evan, sorry for you because your life ever is
2: going to be to better. Our
0: show. She was mean to me. I, that is
3: a true statement.
2: So, Brandy, how are you feeling Go now? Ahead. And uh, what what plans do you have in the future,
0: if any?
3: So, well, I have an interview Monday, so I'm kind of going to see how that goes and if it if it coincides with what I want to do.
2: I would take if so, I were you. I don't know what kind of job yeah. it is, but I would take a couple clips of of the uh, history leaves. Maybe the decaying vagina episode. Oh
3: yeah, 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 the popcorn episode. Yeah. Um, but so I've got I've got that, and other than that, my my new Lego game kind my new Lego game came to the house, so I'm going to be playing
2: that. Are you and... doing the Titanic? Because uh, Leanne and I went shopping the other day and we saw the Lego Titanic.
3: I'm. No, 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 no. My Lego game on the on the PlayStation.
2: Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Yeah. Video. Yes. Okay. Yes. I know. By I'm the way, about, like, there's a logo. There's a Lego. Store.
3: There's a Lego shop in Kenwood Mall. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't
2: know
3: yeah,
1: Lego is such a big thing. Can I just say? Oh my gosh.
0: Yes. Just it for is, the record, but... that uh, and I can't be the only one thinking this. Um. There are a lot of men out there who have heard us talk, have heard us talk uh, this conversation, whose whose butts, whose sphincters have tightened just a wee bit, thinking about the devil having free time on her hands.
3: I do. Have, I'm just do
0: thinking have about Doctor Evil. She's going to get a hairless cat. There's going to be a little mini devil.
2: And oh. I'm just there's going to she's she's probably stocking up on <laughs> Yeah,
0: I'm just I thinking imagine. this is
2: the devil. I want an otter.
0: You know what they say about idle hands in the devil. I love
2: otters. They are so cool.
0: Oh, there's the whistle, Timmy. There's the bell. I think it's colonel time.
3: <laughs> yeah, let's do let's do that because I don't want Chuck to get upset for me picking on him.
2: He is known as a man of God, Brandy. Nope. He is uh, considered uh, a prophet by many. No. He is someone we can turn to in these troubled times of plagues and wars and other conflicts.
3: Warren Jeffs was a prophet. Who? Warren Jeffs. Or that guy from Waco, David Koresh, they were prophets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they I would like to chuck have a prophet cult, like that. Yes.
2: You could start well, a cult, devil. The, you know, Team Colonel is is it? Uh, well, Call Colonel me. I, pretty much. A you think I've player. not started that? <laughs> he Call is a man. He He's been called an oasis in the desert of the spare brandy by no one. By no one. He's a best-selling author. Um... You may have read his book, "How to Make Love to a Woman." It's nobody's read it. I, I believe it's uh, like eighty-six straight weeks, and uh, 80, eighty-four.
0: Timmy, I don't want to. I don't want to inflate my accomplishments. Eighty-four.
2: Okay, eighty-four weeks. The very honorable, the Reverend, he's a man of God, Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Walters III, affectionately known as. The southern gentleman. How are you today? I'm not colonel? good,
0: Timmy. I'm not good. I uh
2: I'm birding yourself. I'm birding yourself with well, this colonel.
0: Timmy, I I'm you know, I'm I'm a young man relatively, but I don't get treated like one. No, you're not and I'm gonna give you an example. Yesterday, me and my youngest boy Logan decided to uh so, <clears throat> go shopping. So and we old. was up in your neck of the woods, devil, without them all. And we go to the van store. I know. The Jim Shoe store. And we're getting ready to check out. And you know, there's a long line there, a bunch of cashiers. And I go to pull out my debit card, my check card to pay for everything. And something falls out of my wallet and hits the floor. And it is my it's I my mean, ARP it was card.
2: Is was mm-hmm. it is it the It was my code? ARP
0: card, Timmy. My ARP Oh card. your ARP
2: card. <sighs> and <laughs> Are right, they, they what's that there now do you have the super you know like the no, I just got the standard whatever, where,
0: the standard know, that, that I got the free bag for, so, years so I look and I look at Logan and uh I'm like, oh, and Logan you know being a being the dutiful son that he is, leans down and picks it up and hands it to me, and I said, well, that's
2: well he can he can bend over that's well, that's
0: what he reason. said, I said. I said, you know, it's a little humiliating having your ARP card fall out in front of everyone. And we're standing right at the cashier line, and, you know, they have the long rows of six cashiers and people behind you. And Logan said, yes, I guess it is, Dad. And it's even worse when you're so old and fucked up you can't bend over and pick it up yourself. (laughs) And then I bought my van gym shoes and walked to my car in shame.
2: Kids said... Colonel, kids say they the do, and I thought
0: something. it was kind of rude. Except yeah. <laughs> the people in line and the cashiers all laughed at me. They laughed at me, Timmy. <laughs> so completing you. your, completing
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: your yeah, humiliation, just, brother. Yeah. So I, uh, but I got a pair of new Vans, the old school ones. So I believe that should take ten years off my look, Timmy.
3: Of so, course, it won't, because your hair is not going to cooperate with that.
0: Well, I'm going to start getting some. Uh thickener. Thickening moose.
3: You can get some plugs. No, not the
0: plugs. I seen it's I seen on arrested development when Tobias got plugs and it did not seem pleasant.
3: That's so.
2: true. <laughs> I don't know. They look they look they look uh, I might. I might. Colonel, you I it's look I would I like for you. you. Colonel, I would like for you to join me and, and all of our male listeners. Well female female listeners too if they'd like. And we're going to do the half-mustache Damn right challenge. we
0: are. I'm going to and go going further, to Timmy. I'm doing the half-beard <laughs> challenge, Timmy.
2: Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. And all the proceeds that we, we take in will go to people who, for no father of their own, only have half a beard yeah. or half a mustache. And it's a show We Randy. Beardless people, Timmy.
0: It's basically yeah. live live aid that's... for the beardless is tip- is what we're gonna do, Timmy. Yeah.
2: Uh Brenda, I... your
3: thoughts on that, if at all. If any. I think that's amazing. Absolutely. I look forward uh to seeing the two of you. Participate wonder if we,
0: we could that. get Queen
3: Well
2: you know, you can if you
0: to show up. Well, they would <laughs> they up. really blew away live aid, so I wonder if we could get them back together.
2: I bet Willie Nelson. they'll <laughs> you know. will show up to anything.
1: <laughs> really if he you're really having will. a
0: barbecue or you know something going on at the local library if you ask Willie Willie will show up he don't care
2: playing some cornhole yeah, in your backyard like...
3: but you know what though but he'll show up which makes your event 10,000 times well, you cooler you know the thing about oh, Willie yeah. is just saying
0: the some bitch he's close to 90 years amazing. old right and he yeah. has looked his the same since I have seen no Willie Nelson. Oh, yeah! And when you get him, and
2: yeah, no, he's and, looked. Ooh, no, some of his uh, some of his old f- photographs where he had short Yeah, hair but that was right back in, in
0: my, way back in the fifties. Well, yeah, like. The but dude, 50s,
3: he's I mean. looked like an old leather purse for quite a while. I love well, him. Though. You know the thing I about here's him. the thing about
0: Willie Nelson. So now, much we we will. He has say, no stress. I will live agree forever. to this point, right? I believe that if
2: well, he had stress because uh, he owned. No, he IRS fixed that.
0: He fixed that. He made the IRS album. But, well, I know, but you know, I
2: mean, but I mean, he he went through a real oh yeah, he time did. With but that.
0: if you if you were going to say, you know? Um, you know, if we're going to, I said this the other day, if we're going to elect celebrities president, why don't we just he's pick Dolly Parton? Yeah, he's the one you start. Dolly with. Park. Him and Dolly. Okay.
2: Party. Yeah.
3: Oh, but Dolly every Parton. but
0: you know what I feel like the Willie does not get the love that he deserves because to me Willie's on the level with Dolly Parton. He's right up there, except mm. for the Stone the Time Part. You, you know, know, Dolly's not that. But
2: I saw Willie Nelson in concert, maybe like it was right before the pandemic, and uh, you know, obviously he's he's older as you mentioned, so it wasn't the show that you that I was you know, I it wasn't the Willie Nelson I would love to have seen. But he was I mean he was still amazing, but he was he he, uh, he only did a short his set was real short and uh he could hardly he could hardly sing, uh because I think he had like uh I wanna say he had pneumonia or something, but uh, Oh god. He yeah, but um I wish I had saw him Back in the day, because...
0: I did see him favorites. back in the day, Timmy. I will also say this. If you look on YouTube, uh there's, you know, as you, everybody on this show knows, that I am a uh, big Bruce Master Springsteen fan, Timmy. Of the YouTube videos. And if you look on oh, YouTube, okay. you Thank will you so see much, YouTube a clip of Willie and Bruce playing a song together. This is when Bruce was doing his Pete Seeger sessions, and, you know, he... Got Willie up on stage, mm-hmm. and Willie's got that old beat-up guitar that he still plays, and Bruce was kind of doing a little guitar solo, and Willie started picking on his guitar, you know, just doing a lot of picking and playing, and Bruce actually kind of kind of smiled and laughed at Willie that he still could do all that stuff at that age, because Willie was just up there showing off, Timmy.
2: So... Can you imagine how much that that guitar would be worth? If yeah. They, oh, yeah. If they ever if it was ever auctioned off, because he, he doesn't he have like people sign like mm-hmm. sign it like all the other performers.
0: Yeah, but then it falls off because the wood's falling off
3: okay. his guitar. So <clears throat> yeah. It's, Can we talk about this guy? Yes.
2: Let's, let's, let's talk, talk about Hank Williams. Yeah. Speaking of a, uh, a legend, a legend. Um, Hank Williams is the father of contemporary country music not sure if they did any DNA mm-hmm. testing there brandy but I'm just you know it, it, it he's been, that's what he's been called the father of contemporary right, right, right country music although I like it I like his version of country music better than the but that's a personal preference he was a superstar Brandy by the age of 25 and he was dead at the age of 29 so in those four short years, he established the rules for all the country performers who followed him, and in the process, much of popular music. He recorded here in Cincinnati, he did. didn't he, Chuck? He
0: actually, did yeah.
2: No studio. There was like a studio right. downtown. It's that right? in that I mean, building
0: still there, Timmy.
2: There's a little plaque down there. I think it's yeah. on like Elm Street or someplace. Regarded as one of the most significant and influential American singers and songwriters of the 20th century, Hank Williams recorded 35 singles, five of whom were released after his his death, that would would place in the top ten of the Billboard country and western bestseller charts, including 11 that ranked number one. These hits include such... So songs as Your cheating Heart. Give me you're a little cheating of cheating Heart. Your Heart
0: to me? Now that's just a classic. Hold on. Hold on. Your devil oh. heart will make no. you weep. No. you crying cry Exactly. cry and oh. try
2: to sleep. that sound too bad, Colonel.
0: The whole night through. I think he's not- <laughs>
2: I think he's getting better, Brandy. Your
0: devil heart will tell on you. You
3: know what? Um, he of course we can't you know. go through the whole <laughs> fucking library this way. He, I mean, he's also known
2: for the hit song, Hey Good Looking, Colonel.
0: And, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out to uh, cause Brandy got serenaded by this song and it's uh Hey, hey Okay looking What's about oh cooking? God. Wow! It, it, no, no. Hey, wow. hey. Okay, looking. This is what a economics teacher sang to her. Uh, it's hey, hey. Oh good. What you got Jesus. cooking? How about cooking something up to get a C?
2: <laughs> oh my God! That's good, girl. I like that. I always thought that song was about a man wanting a sandwich. I
0: don't believe you know? that song was about checking out her culinary skills, Timmy. I I, I think it was something oh, more, was. Uh, more amorous, amorous or amorous. primal, yeah, Timmy.
2: <clears throat> mm. Of course, wow. the hit "I'm So Lonesome yeah,
0: I Could Cry." That lonesome will. It sounds no. too blue and I, right. to fly. Okay. The midnight yep, did, 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 did train is whining low. No. I'm so lonesome I could cry.
2: I think Rolling Stones. Does that bring Stones...
0: a TOTI, devil? <laughs> <laughs> well, not for the
3: reason you're hoping.
2: I think Rolling Stones magazine. I think they named that like the number one pop yeah. song of all time. That's the one or the the perfect song.
1: Uh,
2: I, this is not on our list, but I'm going to bring it out, Colonel, because I want to hear you. Uh, yeah. I want to hear how your I'm version. Fucking kidding me right now, A little Kalaja. Uh, well, uh, Timmy,
0: I did not hear you, Kalaja. Kalaja, I don't know that one. Is well, mm-hmm.
2: Timmy? Well, you research that Aww. maybe. We'll get back to it. Poor old Elijah, Um, Never Got a Kiss. I
0: I do know it. Yeah, I do know it, but I I didn't...
2: Elijah sounds like a loser. You haven't rehearsed rehearsed it it as well, as as you rehearsed the other three. Okay. Okay. Well, Hank wrote a body of songs that became popular music, and his direct emotional lyrics and vocals became the standard for most popular performers. He lived a life as troubled and as reckless as depicted in many of his songs, Hiram King Williams. Now that's a name, Brandy.
3: Hiram would have gone with King. Hank
2: too. I mean, they should have been his name, King Hiram Williams, because then they could call him King all the time. But then I guess Elvis would have been upset. I don't know. But he was born yes.
1: it
2: he was born in Mount Olive. I don't like olives, by the way. I just want to. Go on record of saying that. He was born in United. Mount Olive, Alabama, on September the 17th, 1923. Uh, would would his uh, mother have been pregnant during the holidays, Colonel? Do some quick uh, back of the envelope I'm math sorry. for me.
0: Repeat that to me.
2: No. Uh, he was born no. on September 17th, 1923. I just wanted to see if I wanted you to do the math to see if. His mother was pregnant. Oh, absolutely. During the
0: holidays. She was full full belly she popping. Got,
3: yeah.
2: She got pregnant. She got mm-hmm. pregnant she did. during the holidays.
0: Yeah, that's what she got for Christmas. Uh,
2: Santa Claus I came bet, right I down at you. I bet she and, was all liquored uh. up. I bet she was yeah, all oh, liquored yeah. up. Perfect. Uh, Hank was the son of Jesse Lilybelly. Lilybell. What? <laughs> <laughs> Lily. And. Elonzo Hubble or Lon Williams. Nelson as Lon Williams. So Lily and Lawn. Lily, yeah, or Lily Bell. Whatever you however you preferred it, Brandy. I just said uh, so it's Lily and Lawn. Yeah, Jesse When did they get married? Well they got married on November the twelfth. 1916, right? A couple of weeks before Thanksgiving. And, you know, they they had that, they should have waited, Colonel, because then you have that whole problem with whose family do you go celebrate Thanksgiving with? Yeah. You know what well, I mean? Well,
0: you just avoid one family. You pick the bad family and you don't go there.
2: <clears throat> His father, Elonzo Williams, worked as an engineer for the railroads of the W.T. Smith Lumber Company. He was a lumberjack, Brandy. Perfect. And or an engineer
3: care. for the railroads.
2: Yeah, well, he knew he a lot a lumberjack. of He probably knew a lot of lumberjacks, and he didn't care. He probably did. Okay. He was drafted, Alonzo was, drafted during the First World War, and he served from July 1918 until June 1919. So, almost a year, Brandy. Yep. Hank's father was severely injured <clears throat> after falling from a truck breaking his collarbone, and suffering a severe blow to the noggin. Hmm. A head injury. You know, cause so it's so like when you're walking, you know how how the Mafia always says, you know, where did you get that t- fight screen TV? And Fell off say, the truck. Fell off the truck. Fell off mm-hmm. the truck. Yep. Yeah. Same thing. Hank's father was severely injured after falling from the truck, breaking his collarbone and suffering a severe blow to the head, as I've mentioned Previously After his return The family's first child Irene was born on August the 8th 1922 uh, Colonel was uh, <coughs> Irene Was she? Was her mom oh, Pregnant on yeah, the Who yeah, gives she a got pregnant. shit you right think Lily Bell it, and uh, Alonzo
1: Were doing like the he, nasty He okay. tied a bow oh, around God, it and said cares? Here you go
0: Here you go
2: Another son of theirs died shortly after birth. I mean, his birth. Right?
0: Somebody's birth, yeah. His birth, I would somebody. I assume so,
2: yeah. The third child, Hiram, which of course is Hank, was born on September 17th, 1923 in Mount Olives, as I previously mentioned. Since Alonzo Williams was a Mason and his wife was the member of the Order of the Eastern Star... Are you a Mason, Colonel?
0: <clears throat> I cannot tell you that, Timmy. I, I, why, oh, okay. why would I join the Masons when I'm in the Illuminati, Timmy?
2: Well, yeah. it's redundant, isn't it? Yeah, really? the,
0: the Masons are like the, uh, anyway, the minor leagues
2: to us. Well, anyway, uh, his wife was a member of the Order of the Eastern Star, so the child was named Hiram the I. After Tyree, it was named
3: after Hiram the first,
2: yeah, of Tyree. Tyre, Tyree. I guess he was the one of the three founders of the Masons. My dad was a Mason, but I, I didn't. I, I never could understand what they actually did. But I always get them confused with the uh, guys that drive around in the little motorcycles. But they the I Shriners, they, I get yeah. them
0: confused with the Loyal Order of Water yeah. Buffalo, Timmy. <laughs> the yeah. shriners
2: are Shriners are the ones that have the yeah. little pets. They got the
0: cool hats, hats and the cool little cars, yeah.
3: Yeah. They
2: have monkeys. Yeah, they're cool. Shriners are much cooler, I think. Anyway. Uh but they when he was born they misspelled his name as Hiram, H I R I A M. See if you're gonna name your son after somebody you know spell check the damn thing. That's all I'm saying, Brandy. Okay. I'm duly noted. Hank's father was, I mean, did you consult the Bible when you named Noah to make sure you spelled it right? No. No. You well, can't I throw believe she could have ready. just done
0: that one phonetically. But.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hank's father was uh, relocated by the Lumber Company Railway, for which he worked, and the family moved to many southern small towns. In 1930, when Hank was seven years old, his father began suffering from facial paralysis. That does not sound, I mean, let me ask you a question, Brandy, since you're very knowledgeable in uh, a, lot of, a lot of areas. Why was it that is she? back in the day when you, she's okay. very knowledgeable. I'm. Why was it? And you may answer point, this too, Carl. Why was it people people never would never smile when they got their picture taken? If you see uh, like a lot of old photos, when it no was one, alive no during the
0: Depression, why would
2: they be happy? happy?
0: You know, my son. Right. You know, Timmy. We live in in Cincinnati in the East Side and the West Side, right? And me and my mm-hmm. son Taylor were over in Hyde Park, and you know that area. And you see all kinds of middle-aged people jogging. And, you know, they have healthy restaurants. Right. And he's like, why do you think you see so many people jogging on the east side and none on the west side? And I said, you know why, Taylor? Because they got something to live for over here. That's why people didn't <laughs> smile during those pictures, Timmy. Because when that picture was done, they had to go out to the fields and do the back 40 with just a mule. give Get birth. birth and- yeah. And then finish the other 20.
3: Yeah, but here's the other thing. Remember it used to take a long time to take a picture. Oh, that's true. So, you know, who wants to hold a smile that long?
0: Well if you're happy.
3: So well, that's true. That's all I'm saying. Colonel, my idea so.
2: I have a I have a, a plan I wanted to share with you, Colonel. Uh a bu- a new business opportunity. I'm in.
1: Drive I'm in. Through,
2: through drive through post mortem photography. Ooh. You know, oh you just bring your you just bring your dead relative up mm-hmm. the, through the drive thru. I mean it can be on passenger side, can be on the driver's side I guess, but and then I you know, I just snap oh a, a a photo of it and uh, something you can share oh, with your loved ones.
0: See, but then that takes away to me the, the problem with that is you're taking away people's ability to take selfies at the visitation with the corpse.
2: I wonder if anyone well, ever, I wonder if anyone does that, like with selfies.
0: Oh, no, I've like, seen, uh, I've seen people actually <laughs> yes, take they selfies do. Right. with
2: themselves of the corpse.
3: It's, yeah, gross.
2: Hey, so what happened to Hank's dad? Well, in 1930, when Hank was seven years old, he was born in 23, so seven years later would be 1930. Good job, good math, sure. Uh, as I said, his father began suffering from facial paralysis, which is not a laughing matter. <laughs> Good. I see um, why you did um, that, very... <laughs> I do, too. It was sad. At the Veterans Hospital in Pensacola, Florida, doctors determined that the uh, cause uh, was a brain aneurysm, and Alonzo was sent to the VA Medical Center in Alexandria, Wisconsin. What? Well, while he in Louisiana he, he is still waiting today to be seen <laughs> as i right
3: it. Wisconsin where did you get fucking Wisconsin <coughs> i said Louisiana right no Louisiana. you didn't you said Wisconsin it was hilarious i loved Wisconsin it so much
2: i have <laughs> facial paralysis leave me alone
0: or <laughs> just maybe i have the same man. he remained
2: uh, so no it, it it was in Alexandria, Louisiana. He remained hospitalized for eight years. Brandy, man, that's a long time to be hospitalized just because your face won't move.
0: Well, maybe you just don't want to go back home. Right.
2: I mean, uh, applying makeup would probably be easy, right? Because you're not twitching oh, well, or anything. He would anyway.
1: Shaving oh, would be
0: God. hard, though. He remained me. hospital because you know how you got to move your face and <laughs> puff out your cheeks, and you know to get everything. So.
2: yeah yeah and it, facial paralysis is nothing to scoff at uh and yet you're scoffing <laughs> he was there eight years yeah more would get here you we are
0: more scoffing
2: i mean can you see can you see like you know his physician coming in to break the news to him him and his you know like uh Lily Lily or whatever her name is she's there hiram is there the doctor comes in he's got his Doctor's, you know, coat on, steth- stethoscope, Fuck. and looks at his little chart and says, "I'm afraid I got some bad news for you. He's got facial paralysis, and he's probably going to need to be in the hospital here for." What eight kind
0: years. of insurance did he have it, that they let him stay in the hospital
2: for? <laughs> I think it. Well, it was probably v vet- I I mean, I'm assuming the V. I, mean, I don't know if the VA was around, around. I mean, they place. yanked my
0: gallbladder know. out, and
2: that's sent where me he went.
0: Out. He was at the VA.
2: He, he was know. at the VA.
3: Don't say you don't know if it was there. It's right there. You said
0: it.
2: I question myself. What the fuck sometimes are you really? talking about? <laughs> I question myself sometimes.
0: Tim was fact checking himself. Oh, Jesus
2: <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, well, you God. distract me. You get me off track talking about face masks. Okay, so, so he's that. hospitalized for eight years. Why would you, you be here for eight though. years with facial? Why
3: because would you he can't be... eat. If he can't eat or drink, oh, drinking would be funny to watch. Though, well, no, you'd have to duct tape that one side of the mouth shut,
2: <laughs> and then
3: just I'm yeah, sorry, that's, you can't not, eat or drink. that's not
2: funny at all. But <laughs> yeah, I got I got an image in my head, Brandi. I can't help.
0: Well, it. you know, when I I, I imagine know. though. It's when the like doctor a, it, came it, in,
2: Timmy? It would be like giving someone – you know, like when you give someone a um, – what's the – you know, those little glasses. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. You know the glasses that will leak.
0: Oh, the drinking
2: glasses. Like, old, they make dribble you know. glasses. Dribble glasses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dribble glasses.
0: Well, you know, I imagine. <gasps> you do like the doctor, cats today. When the doctor the came fuck? in and gave him the news, and then the wife came in, the doctor uh-huh. probably said to his wife, "Well, he took it well because he didn't. He didn't move. <laughs> he did He just." He's like, okay. Just shook his head. Jesus. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't smile. <laughs> you know, he just took it well. If you
3: say you know that? out of the
0: house. Can you imagine what kind of poker Brandy, player? Brandy, you know he what? Would <laughs> that would be he should have That's been a poker player,
2: Brandy Brandy, like, do, you, do you know what Alonzo would do if you ask him to smile? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he only had He only had what? Oh, no, the whole face was fucking. Oh, God, I only thought it was half his face. Oh, his whole face is paralyzed.
2: I'm sorry about that. I would
3: wonder how often he was surprised by anything. I bet you couldn't. He never, you could never see it. Could keep a secret. Mm -hmm. Amazing.
0: He could have been a poker player, a
3: spy. He he could have been a customer
0: service manager at Home Depot. Just stare at you blankly <laughs> when you bring your screen door back because it's broken and or, they promise to give you the glass, and then they give you the screen, then they give you the glass. Yes, and then they it's give a you saga, the, it's the wrong size. Yeah, it's a saga, yeah. feels like a saga. That sounds weirdly specific, Colonel. <laughs>
3: yeah, it really does. So, I would like to know, who was the head of the house while... Well, pretty uh, much, his, his, I'm who glad who you asked that,
2: because his mother was pretty I, much the I am head of the household throughout much of Hank's yeah. childhood, because his dad's in a hospital being treated for face paralysis. Mm-hmm. I just don't know what the hell they would do for him, but... They've got to
3: feed him and stuff.
2: Couldn't his wife she do She should,
0: that? as they
3: should Probably today. Probably
2: not. What if he wanted like a hamburger, do you think? <laughs> think she put it in his mouth and then put her hand under his chin and on his on his head and then, you know. Here's the thing. How would he tell her he wanted a hamburger? <laughs> well,
3: I, uh, I Is he going to sit there and go, you know, I got a taste for pizza today.
2: You don't have a taste for shit. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, poor, poor Hank. Poor Alonzo. So, right, so yeah. So, mother was Alonzo, head of household. He was whoa. eight years old. Hank was eight years old. Uh, when he was eight years old, he would, his mother gave Hank a guitar that would, of course, change the course of history in terms of music in this country and around the world. His musical education was provided by a local blues street singer named Rufus Payne,
1: who was also
2: called t I don't know. I can't. Rufus Payne sounds like a cool name to me. I don't know if I'd go with t uh, Brandy, your thoughts on that, if any.
0: I like Rufus. Rufus. Yeah.
2: You like Rufus Payne?
0: I like anything with pain in it, Timmy.
2: Well Well, from Tot, Rufus, uh, Hank learned how to play the guitar and sing the blues. I like singing the blues, Brandy. Yeah. Which would become uh, which would come to provide a strong undercurrent in all of his songwriting. During this time, Hank formally, informally changed his name to Hank from Hiram, good move, believing it was a better name for country music and just about anything else. I added that last part, Brandy, that was the commentary. Uh, Hank began performing the, around the Georgiana and Greenville areas of Alabama. And, of course, Green, George, Georgiana and Greenville, I guess, was hotbeds of the entertainment industry. Probably still is down there in Alabama. I mean what else sure. can you do, Brandy? I mean besides, you know I, beating up protesters or wow. wow. I mean there's not there's not a whole lot else to do. Second dog I don't know.
3: I don't I don't know that I've ever been to Alabama. So I'm not I going to one. disparage
2: anybody. I have been there so, once so, you know No, I'm just saying that, that's where he performed he, in his early teens. His mother moved from the family to Montgomery, Alabama. I've been there. Montgomery's a nice little, okay. little town. It's not too bad. I, I, I was on a bus one time. I went down to see my cousin uh, who lived in Tampa. And at the and the Greyhound bus depot, I bought a ticket. And they had me going from Portsmouth, which is like central... You know, southern Ohio and central part of the state. Right. All the way to Nashville. So, so far west. And then back to Tampa. I mean, it took me like three days to get there. Jesus. But, but anyway, I, 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 I'm I guessing that the people at Greyhound are not very good at geography. You might guess. Or at least the person. They still have Greyhounds. Yes. Chuck, have you been to I've Montgomery, been Alabama, in
3: 1937? Of course, yeah.
2: He was down there. Uh, I tell you what he marched. Uh, he marched uh, in the civil rights uh, movement, uh, w- during the civil rights movement. He he marched down there. Uh, Absolutely not over the. Evan, That's some
0: risky business. What do that bridge
2: to. is called? Yeah, because isn't that where um, <laughs> Bull Connor was from, Colonel? Are you
3: talking about the Edmund Pettus Bridge?
2: Yeah, yeah, Edmund Pettus. Not Evelyn Pettus, who's somewhat wholly different. But the, um, yeah, that's the bridge, Brandy. But is it Bull Connor, the, that, the white sheriff down there, it was always sick and dogs on? That was Bull Connor,
0: yeah. Uh, and his German
2: shepherds, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: I think he was from Alabama. And um, um, what's his name? was from Alabama. Uh, look. Uh, the guy who so, got shot, Colonel, the presidential candidate? Um,
0: George Wallace. You me. know what I'm
2: talking about. 1960. George Wallace, yeah. Yeah, he was from... So, you know, they went not progress grass. It wasn't a progressive place at the time. But in Montgomery, uh, Hank formed a band called the Drifting Cowboys and landed a regular spot on the local radio station WSFA, number one in country music, 1941. Ever listen to WSFA, Colonel?
0: Um, not anymore, Timmy. Not anymore. They've they've gotten too uh, too edgy for me, Timmy. You
2: know. You know. Have you guys ever been down to like Gulf Shores? It's in Alabama. It's beautiful.
0: I've been there, but it's hot. To me, it's hot I know, and I've sweaty.
2: Heard that. I don't like hot and sweaty. Yeah. During his shows, Hank would sing songs from his idol, Roy Acuff, as well as several other country hits of the day. Uh, the radio station, WSFA, dubbed him the singing kid, Randy, Maybe that's what we mm-hmm. should start calling. I mean, we called Charles the singing colonel. I think that would be catchy. No.
0: The crooning colonel, Timmy. The and, crooning colonel. Uh,
2: Oh, yeah, I like that. It's catchy. Rolls off the tongue, Brandy. You have to admit that. Nope. Hank stayed with the radio station for the rest of the decade, so he was there nine years, this WSFA. Although he would become a terrific songwriter, a terrific and prolific, he never learned to read music. and For the rest of his life, or for the rest of his career, slash life, uh, based his compositions in storytelling. So he drew from his own personal experience, and that's how he got material for his, his song. Uh, when uh, Now, you would think that many parents would be proud, Brandy, that their son was singing on the radio. But you know what? Yeah. His dad, when they told him that, he didn't even smile. Just saying. Oh, that's really bad. Hank's successful radio show fueled his entry into a music career. His salary was enough for him to start his own band, which he dubbed the Drifting Cowboys. You know, uh, his son, Hank Williams Jr., had a band called Luke and the Drifters, so I wonder if that's where he, he took that name from. Different name, but similar. Sure. I'm thinking here on the fly, Brandy. I'm just having original I, thoughts. You're not doing great, so stop it. <laughs> the original members... I mean, if you really, if you had face paralysis, Colonel, how would you know if you were having a stroke?
0: Oh, that's a good one, Timmy. You couldn't use Think fast. Think about that. You couldn't use the fast rules.
2: Right. Oh, my God. The original members were guitarist Braxton. This okay. is of the Drifting Cowboys. Braxton Schufert a fiddler, fiddler Freddie Beach, and comedian Smith Hezzy Adair. Oh, I bet that Hezzy was a hoot, Randy.
3: That sounds like it.
2: Uh, James, Jimmy Porter was the youngest member, being only 13 when he started playing the steel guitar for Hank Williams in the group. Arthur Whiting was also a guitarist for the Drifting Cowboys. Well, they just had a lot of cowboys come into that band and leave, I guess. That's why they're Drifting Cowboys, I guess. Hard to keep good help. Yeah. The band traveled throughout central and southern Alabama, performing in clubs and, private, and at private parties. James Ellis Gardner later played fiddle for him, and Lily Williams became the Drifting Cowboys manager. They were about to hit the big time, and Brandy is going to tell us all about it.
3: Well, Hank dropped out of school in October 1939 so that the Drifting Cowboys could work full time. Lily Williams began booking show dates, negotiating prices, and driving them to some of their shows. Now free to travel without Williams schooling taking precedence, because the damn school always gets in the way, well, see, and that's uh, why people band. say,
2: stay in school, stay in school. And sometimes it's better not to. Sometimes do. it works out, and but most of the time if it you doesn't. Were, if you were talented yeah. as Hank Williams, it works out.
3: Right. Uh, the band could tour as far away as western Georgia and into the Florida panhandle. The band started to play in theaters before the start of the movies, and later they played in honky-tonks.
2: Forrest Scott was also Amazing. from Alabama. Four stomp, yeah. When he from, I think he was. Where from. is he? I'm, I'm no. Super I'm trying quiet. to give you
3: your so room, weird.
2: devil. I'm trying to give you space to express. He is on the yourself. edge of his seat. He's I am sitting on the edge seat, of my friend. seat.
3: Okay. Okay. So oh, William's I'm alcohol Jeffrey problem tubin, started actually, during devil. the tours.
0: during the podcast. I'm taking the <laughs> tubing break,
2: oh, devil. God. No. <laughs> Um tubin in the morning, so, tubing in evening, tubing in supper time.
3: Uh, so Williams his alcohol problems started on when he was on these tours.
2: Uh, uh, mine started while occasion, recording this
3: show.
0: <laughs> Seven years ago. I, I feel like you <laughs> um, did start a little a, earlier than that, but But we digress.
2: <laughs> we do digress. Yeah. That's something we're good at, digression. So, on
3: occasion, though, he would spend an important part of the show's revenues on booze. Yeah, see, that's, that's that's a downward spiral, Brandy. Meanwhile, between tour schedules, Williams returned to Montgomery to host his radio show. The American entry into World War II in 1941 marked the beginning of hard
2: times for Williams. I wonder if uh, his dad could give still give people the side eye. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think it was
0: eye paralysis, although that would make you an even better poker player.
2: <laughs>
3: it would. Jesus. Um, let's see. I, All just band picture,
2: members, I just picture this poor little man it. in a in the, in the wheelchair in the corner making no facial expressions. <laughs> <laughs> this poor little
3: guy. Jesus. All right. So all of his band members were drafted to serve in the military while he got a 4F deferment for the military draft after falling from a bull during a rodeo in Texas.
2: See, if you're bull riding and you get hurt, that's on you, you know? Yeah, well, uh, they told his dad about it, but
0: there's a chapter in uh, in my book about that to me.
3: (laughs) He didn't look surprised.
0: How to safely ride uh in quotation marks a bull.
2: Oh. Many of Do you, have a, do you have a chapter on Hot Wives? Girl? Um you know, they wear they wear uh Hot Wives wears those ankle bracelets. That's how you can that's how you yeah, can and
0: the, even hot the hotter wives got is. the uh toe wow. rings. If you yeah. want to ratchet up the hot wife or not, you okay. get so, the toe ring. And
2: uh, that's why people need to buy that's why people need to buy his book, Brandy, because a lot, a lot right. of people don't know this. Okay. Amazing.
3: So, uh many of the replacements refused to continue playing in the band because of Williams' worsening alcoholism. He continued to show up for his radio show intoxicated. So in August of 1942, WSFA fired him for Habitual drunkenness. Yes. Maybe that would be a much cooler reason to be fired I was than mean to Chuck picking on Chuck. Yeah. During one of his concerts, Williams met backstage his idol, Grand Old Opry star Roy Acuff, who later warned him of the dangers of alcohol, saying, "You've got a million dollar talent, son, but a ten cent brain."
1: Hey, wow, that's
2: sure just that's a compliment, really. Um, Hank. You know, if he said it to, he said that. If he said that to his dad, his dad wouldn't even, wouldn't even, uh, right? You know, frowned. He just wow. Hank. I mean, met if Audrey... if you have fr- I mean, face paralysis mm-hmm. keeps you pretty even killed, I would think. You would think that. Stop it.
3: Hank Williams met Audrey Mae Shepard, a farm girl from Banks, Alabama, in 1943. While he was playing a medicine show. Uh, what a... A medicine show.
2: Yeah, that's where they have Something. a show and they sell medicine. Right. Snake oil shit.
3: <laughs> uh, let's see. The following year, the couple married and moved into Lily's boarding house. You can Audrey always tell, is, Brandy,
2: whatever the adjective that is follows the noun, i will kind yeah. of tell you what... what. What's about there? Go ahead.
0: So, all right. So that was so just a quick explanation of uh, wow. the basic English language. Okay.
1: Yeah. Wow.
3: I, you know, I don't even know what something the fuck that that you're I, yammering you know, about. I've mastered over the years. Yeah, clearly. Um, okay, so they move to Lily's boarding house. Audrey becomes Williams' manager just before the marriage. By 1946, Williams was a local celebrity, but he was unable to make much headway nationally. That year, Hank and Audrey visited Nashville with the intent of meeting songwriter-music publisher Fred Rose, one of the heads of Acuff-rose Rose Publishing. Rose liked Williams' songs and asked him to record two sessions for Sterling Records, which resulted in two singles. Both of the singles "Never Again" in December of 1946 and "Honky Tonkin'" in February of 1947 were successful, and Williams signed a contract with MGM Records early in 1947. Rose then began then became the singer's manager and record producer. Anybody have any thoughts?
2: Well, my thought is I wonder if he ever played with uh, Loretta Lynn because I know Brandy, you, how much. Your grandmother loved Loretta Lynn, and I—I I was just yeah. thinking. I wonder if he ever played with her. Like, well, things, me, were, they, were they alive? I guess they were alive at the same time. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So
3: let me let me say this: um, if he did, my grandmother did not know about it because she she liked Hank Williams. Yeah, had I like she Hank. known? Well, had she known about it if he ever played with Loretta Lynn, then yeah, you're right. It would have been over. She would have. Burnt his records, and you know, and after well,
2: you know, uh, she honored him, uh, after he died by, by doing a cover of Your Cheating Heart. That's why I was wondering that. Uh, that's this wow. is according to Mr. Google. Okay, she's still alive, so right? uh, yeah, I think so.
3: All right, so moving on over, she had like released later. Or <laughs> Move It On Over, released later in
1: 1947,
3: became like Hank's that. first single for MGM. It was an immediate hit and, cli- and climbed into the country's top five. Into the country top five. By the summer of 1948, he joined the Louisiana Hayride, appearing both on its tours
0: and radio Who else was on the Louisiana whole r- Hayride? Ride Tonkin'.
2: Loretta oh, right, Lynn is 89 hey, right. years old. Elvis. Still with us.
0: Elvis made his debut on She's the movie. She's been Louisiana. with her husband hey, right. since
2: 19... 19- awesome. Yeah, he did. Loretta Lynn has been married since to the same guy since... Well, I guess he died. But they were married... They got married in 1948. He died in 1996. Ugh. That's a long time to All be right. married to somebody. Just saying. Yes, it is. Yes. Well, let's see...
3: Uh, uh okay, so Honky Tonkin was released in 1948, followed by I'm Long Gone Daddy. While neither song was as successful as Move It On Over, they were very popular, with the latter peaking in the top 10. Early in 1949, he recorded Love Sick Blues. Hank and Audrey had their first child, Randall Hank, in the spring
2: of 1949. That's uh that's Hank Williams Jr., right? Okay. Be, yeah, I think that's Hank Williams Jr.
3: Uh, let's see. So, a also country boy spring, will
2: survive, Brandy.
3: Yes. Also in the spring, Hank assembled the most famous edition of the Drifting Cowboys, featuring guitarist Bob McNett, bassist Hillis, Hillis Buttram, and fiddler Jerry Rivers, and steel guitarist Don Helms. Soon, he and the band were earning $1,000 per concert while selling out shows across the country. Williams do had you, no fewer than seven hits in 1949 after the success of "Love Sick Blues. I don't want to,
2: I don't, I, I really don't want to say any more on this, and I, I don't want to make fun of it anymore, but you, do you know one of those signs, early signs of face paralysis is drooling? I would
0: think so, yeah. Well, yeah. I would think so.
3: So you two better, what? you two better be uh, yeah, very, very
0: careful. See, my face is still moving, but the is coming out. I don't know what to do.
3: Yeah, like a Saint Bernard. Uh, Williams began recording a series of spiritual records under the name Luke the Drifter. Many of which were re- were he re- just recited rather than saying anything.
1: <clears throat>
3: Fearful that. Dis- disc jockeys, and jukebox operators would hesitate to accept these unusual recordings, Williams used his alias to avoid the marketability of his name. Although the real identity of Luke the Drifter was supposed to be anonymous, Williams often performed part of the material uh, of the recordings on stage. Uh, Most of the material was written by Williams in cases... Some, in some cases, with the help of Fred Rose and his son Wesley, Hank continued to rack up hits in 1951, beginning with the top ten hit Ooh. "Dear John" and its number one flipside "Cold, Cold Heart."
0: I melt cold, I a cold, cold, cold heart. Go ahead.
2: Why can't you free? <laughs> Thank you. My
3: oh. something. Doubtless. All right. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Williams also had begun to experience the fruits of crossover success, appearing on the Perry Cuomo show and joining a package tour that also featured Bob Hope, Jack Benny, and Minnie I love Pearl. me some
0: Minnie Pearl. Well, oh,
3: you Lee know, Pearl. Colonel
2: Perry, Perry Cuomo, Colonel, he got oh, locked tail.
0: That was a big scandal because uh, um, <clears throat> they found Perry and Bob Hope and Minnie Pearl, and, uh, and a menage a trois, Timmy. Menage yeah. trois. I think that's what the yeah, right as there was right as they uh, was Eiffel Nariyama Tower. Nariyama mini, somebody walked in. I hate you guys. He's so gross.
2: <laughs> the mini, did Mini Pearl was have it? her little hat on
0: with the <sighs> price tag on Well, she had some clamps on some certain body parts, and there was a price tag hanging.
2: On. Oh no! Stop you know what she said when someone walked in on Colonel. How <sighs> ha-
3: <laughs> how how did you do that? So in addition, hold on. In addition to Dear John and Cold Cold Heart, Williams had several other hits in 1951, including the number one song, Hey Good Lookin' and Howlin' at the Moon, I Can't Help It If I'm Still In Love With You, Crazy Heart, great Crazy, song. Heart, That's a great Crazy song. Heart, Lonesome Whistle, and Baby We're Really In Love, all which all oh, charted in the top ten.
2: That was howling again. Charles. Oh, yeah, I thought he had a right. face paralysis going on there.
3: The so though his professional career was soaring, Hank's personal life was in the shitter. Uh, he'd suffered, he'd suffered a minor drinking problem. <clears throat> he'd suffered from a minor drinking problem before becoming a star. But it had been more or less out of control during, or in under control during the first. I kind
0: like of that that. Whole, I feel like that I kind of feel like when you get five from a job for your drinking, that it's not a mild drinking problem. It's not just having a few beers yeah, in and there. I think so, you know, but it's, it's a little bit.
3: Right. Yeah, it's, I think it's an issue
0: that was understated um, there.
3: Well. So, but he, when he, as he began to earn larger and larger amounts of money and spend long times away from home, he became a full-on Nicolas Cage, leaving Las Vegas drunk. Furthermore, Hank's marriage to Audrey was deteriorating, shocker, shocker. Not only were they fighting, resulting in occasion, occasional separations, but Audrey was trying to create her own recording career without any success.
2: I'm guessing that didn't that never did take off. I'm guessing. I guess. All right, Charles. Well, <clears throat> bring it home. In the fall girl. of
0: 1951, Timmy Hank was on a hunting trip in Tennessee. Well, he tripped and fell, and shot his uh, hunting partner in the face. And he reactivated a dorm.
2: Was he? Was he? Was vice yeah. president? Oh
0: well, okay, I made that part up. But he did reactivate a dormant back injury. <laughs> So Hank began taking morphine and some other painkillers, as people with uh, injuries are wont to do, but he quickly became addicted to me, very quickly, and in January of 1952, Hank and Aubrey separated for a final time and headed back to Montgomery to live with his mother. He just said, I'm getting out of here. I want to go back to Mama.
2: When they told his dad, Colonel, what did his dad Um, do?
0: His dad really didn't react much. Nobody knew how his dad felt about it. No. So, now the move had little effect on his music career. However, with Honky Tonk Blues peaking at number two in the spring. In fact, he released five additional singles in 1952. Half as much, jambalaya, setting the woods on fire, you win again, and I'll never get out of this world alive. All of which charted in the top ten, Jimmy. Now, in spite of the success, Hank turned completely reckless in 1952, spending nearly all his waking reckless. hours drunk and taking, drunk, taking drugs.
2: taking <laughs> well, like yeah. my life.
0: He also frequently he my life, destroyed Donald. property and played with guns. So hold on. He's that's a problem. Spends his waking hours drunk and drugged and destroying property <laughs> playing with guns, which the devil calls Saturday night.
2: It's right. Saturday. <clears throat> which yeah, I was saying which now would get you elected yep. to Congress. So now we're
0: in yeah, May 54, no Timmy. Audrey and Hank are officially divorced, and she was awarded the house and the child, as well as half of his future royalties. Now, see that's some bullshit right there, no, because that's some she bullshit, should get yeah. half of the how, past how ones. She get half of his I get future that.
2: royalties, but the future he
0: ain't married to her in the future unless she's coming over and saying here.
3: But he's but he's drunker than fuck. He doesn't know
2: what he's signing. I mean, but I
0: think in, in that divorce ah, agreement, she that needs that woman.
2: A, that woman yes, made out did. like a bandit. Who do you think drew, who do you think drew more, him or his dad? Mm, I don't know. Depends, yeah. Oh, him.
0: So, see, I think that she needed to show up at the house three times a week, in his house in an apron and say, here's your future, you know, marital marital obligations for my yeah. future royalty.
2: You don't know where you were going with that, you do know. you? No, nah, nah, I get what he's saying. He's saying that, you know, you're going to get paid. I'm going to get paid for your future uh, revenue. Yeah. Based on your future revenue. Then Chuck is saying that she has an obligation to He wrote
0: a He wrote a song perform. that he got no. paid for, and then he's going to get paid for into the future. Now, they were married, and he was But she doesn't know that. To her until he was drunk, then he was just grunting and rutting and fornicating. But anyway, that was all one time. He's he's hitting hitting it with a floppy
2: at that point. And
0: you got to come and do it in the future. That's just as equitable, in my my view. Now, now Hank continued Mm. to play a large number of concerts, but he was always drunk before the show. And sometimes he would miss the gig altogether, like George Jones.
1: You yeah, missed miss
3: one, one gig, gig. One gig, and all of a sudden now in August, the
0: Grand Old Opry fired Hank for that very reason. Explaining he could return once he dried out. Now instead of heeding the Opry's warning, and really, if the Grand Old Opry warned you, you should you should take it to heart. He just sank deeper into his self-destructive behavior. Soon his friends were leaving him, as the Drifting Cowboys began working with Price and Fred Rose, not to be confused with the serial killer we did, Fred Rose. Um,
2: yeah, Fred and... What was her name? Was his, uh, Fred, was his, not his Bitch, is I think
0: what we Brief. call her. Um, I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna yeah, Google no
0: that. longer supported him. Uh, yeah. Now, Williams was still playing the Louisiana Hayride because they had lower standards, but he was performing with local pickup bands and began earning reduced wages. Now... That fall he met Billy Jean Jones and
3: one more. Billy Jean Jones
0: Eshlema. Now she was really a there groupie and she she was young at this time and she liked to hang around with pop stars and uh
2: Oh there they it was Fred yeah, and Fred and Rose, Rose Westing West. Okay. went one So anyway,
0: okay, yeah. Fred and Jesus. Rose. So the, yeah. Fred Rose.
2: He wasn't a very he wasn't a very attractive man. I mean, you know, well, she's not that hot herself. <laughs> Let's focus up. So that focus fall,
0: up. he meets right. Billie Jean Jones Eshleman, right? Who's a groupie, um, mm-hmm. daughter of a Louisiana policeman, and strangely, she would show 19. up later in the eighties when she was a groupie around Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson had to sing that song about Billie Jean is not my love. Oh my god. She's just a girl. No. I, I am no you
2: know, I think it's amazing that where, when he was alive, he would walk and the sidewalks would. would light up. They would. I mean, that, that, that
0: is. It's, but it's. Cool. You know what? It's kind of like. You that's, know what's amazing cool to power. me is that I go to the grocery store mm-hmm. and they light up the little freezer compartment of the pizza rolls, knowing that's where I'm going. Yeah. Wow! Everything when I go to the grocery store, everything lights up as I go down that little freezer aisle. It's amazing; makes me feel omnipotent. It, to it me, that's amazing. why I go there all the time.
2: Or does it maybe like they watch? Oh yeah, or something. You know, like if you ever been in those fancy hotels and you know where they have the mm-hmm. uh, mini bar and you can just touch, yeah, and
0: they charge you thirty four dollars for in the and peanuts take a candy bar. if you just touch them.
2: Yeah, well. But they know, they know if you're taking something out without going into the room to check mm-hmm. it out, they know. It's a little bit creepy, Brandy, wouldn't you say? It's by weight, you <laughs> dill hole. That's how they know. Well,
0: by October, Billy Jean, Jean was nice, married. That's not as impressive. They were married. Now, Hank also signed an agreement to support the baby who had yet to be delivered of one of his other uh, girlfriends, Bobby Jet, who's Who's
2: Why do they call it delivering a baby when the baby is already there? It's not like you're getting it from like a drone or something or a store. Amazon. It's, it's already in the woman's. Well, Ooh. I think it's delivered. Here's the thing. It's like it's a pizza like a in an oven. Domino's it's pizza. not really
0: your pizza while it's in an oven.
2: The pizza comes it's out delivered. of the oven. Yeah. And then it's and yeah, then we're it's right delivered the same to page
0: the page with that devil.
2: Do they give you like a lit, like they do in Domino's when you order? To, are you able to track it like when it's out of the oven? Yeah. Oh, quality? you can track it. Oh, you can do, track. Do it. they do they do quality check after you have a?
0: They kid? don't. They don't. No,
3: unfortunately.
2: No, it
0: would be it would be nice if you could track your kids like you could track your Domino's pizza, but unfortunately you can't.
2: Well, they they have those little <clears throat> jack things right yeah, after they're born. Yeah. They should. So you can't. You could, your kid can't walk off and join the circus or something.
0: So right. anyway. Hank's agreeing right, to support so he's this baby, support Bobby Jett's um, baby. From one of his other girlfriends, Bobby Fursley's Jett, turtle. who no strangely kidding. would have a daughter and have no. another daughter who would turn out to be Don't wanna hear about my bad reputation. <laughs> Joan Jett. Joan Jett
3: of the uh Right of the Runaway. That's not true and it makes
2: for mind. a good story, yeah, Randy. Don't like let our
0: facts listeners are gonna fact check. Getting so away. so. By the end of the year, Williams was having a, having heart problems, and Toby Marshall, a common man doctor, was giving him various prescription drugs to help soothe the pain. Now Hank was scheduled to go to Canton on January first, nineteen fifty three, but he decided he'd rather die than go to Canton. So Hank scheduled a flight out of Knoxville, Tennessee, on New Year's Eve.
2: I must say I've been I've been to Canton and I can understand. But the
0: weather was so bad that he had to hire a chauffeur to drive him to Ohio in his new Cadillac. Before they left um before they left for Ohio, Hank was injected with two shops of vitamin B twelve and morphine by the doctor. He got into the back seat of the Cadillac, allegedly with a bottle of whiskey, which I could believe. And the teenage chauffeur Did you know they, they
2: used to inject uh, I was read I was reading this I'm reading this book on Ulysses S. Grant. When he was you know, right before he died, they would inject him with bourbon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think I devil's got a that. bourbon yes. drip. That- a Bailey's drip, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the teenage chauffeur, and I don't know that in bad weather I would want to hire a teenager to drive my Cadillac, but you know, he wasn't Hank was not prone to good judgment. So they headed out for Canton. But
2: that's probably before, <clears throat> that's even before, like, the highway system. Oh, yeah,
0: because right? they're going to so. get on uh, Bloody Eleven. When, now, when the driver was stopped for speeding, mm-hmm. the policeman noticed Hank looked like a dead man. So he was taken to a West Virginia hospital and officially declared that he was weakened and burning him. He was driving around the dead man. He died yeah, he on this trip. It.
2: He died on his 10th. Yeah. Uh,
1: he got so he pulled over by a, a cop, and his, uh, the cop said, That man
0: looks like a dead man. So they took him to the hospital and confirmed that, in fact, he was a dead man. So he.
2: See, the, the chauffeur should have just said he's got face paralysis. <laughs> yeah,
0: body paralysis. So <laughs> Hank had died in the back of the Cadillac on the way. Now, ironically, the last signal he released was, I'll never get out of this world alive. Now, Hank was buried in Montgomery, Alabama. Three days later, his funeral... That's
2: what we call prophetic. It prophetic.
0: prophetic? Self-fulfilling, pro- yes, self-fulfilling prophecy, Timmy. Um, now, here's an interesting uh, exactly. side note. When they did his autopsy, I'm when they did hangry. his autopsy, they found that his left arm had a mm. break in it, and he had serious injuries to his groin from a fight that he'd gotten into a couple days prior. So yeah, maybe he uh, got kicked in the ball so hard he died. Now Hank was buried in Montgomery, Alabama.
2: Or he was on he was on painkillers, he probably didn't no, even know He it. didn't.
0: He didn't. Um
2: kids, opiate opium and drinking Opiate's bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Says you. I don't know if opiates are bad. I'm just saying they don't mix when you're taking alcohol.
0: Well, the funeral drew a record crowd. Now I don't know what record. You know, maybe there was only sixty people at the previous ones, but <laughs> it's going to tell you. Um, but it was larger than any crowd since Jefferson Davis was inaugurated as president of the Confederacy in 1861, and dozens of country music stars attended. As did Audrey Williams, Billy Jean Jones, Bobby Jett, who happened to give birth to a daughter three days later. She was showing up all walking around like,
1: oh, my
0: baby daddy, oh, my baby daddy, throwing herself up on the cask. It was just a mess. Um,
2: um, what was his dad's reaction, um, girl?
0: You know, his dad was just stone-faced, Timmy. His dad took the news right in stride. <laughs> didn't, his expression didn't change. And then immediately, of course, I'll Never Get Out of This World Alive jumped to number one. And it was followed by a number of records throughout 53, including Your Cheatin' Heart, uh, Colega, and Take These Chains From My Heart, Timmy. And in 1961, Hank was the very first inductee to the Country Music Hall of Fame. Devil, I got a question for you, no. Devil. I, I, want, I want your opinion on something. Yeah. Dolly Parton they're going to induct her okay. into the country or to the rock and roll hall of fame. And she declined. She yeah. said I w- I really am not a rock and roll musician and so I think it would be inappropriate. And they installed her into the right. co- rock and roll hall of fame anyway. Do you think that was disrespectful Against to her? Will? I think yes. they should have just left her out. But then I think they need to change the yeah, Rock and I Roll Hall of think Fame. if
2: someone says, I mean, she she was doing it because of the other artists, right? She didn't want to be recognized yeah. in a field that she, really however, once you
0: know, for. there's so many musicians that are not true rock, you know, because you could make the argument that Motown's not rock and roll. You could make the argument that rap is not
2: rap, rock and roll. Well, but I, I yeah, I get that. But I mean, I think they should just name what it the Music Hall to of say Fame. Is yeah. But
0: I think they should have great
2: but yeah. I mean once you once it's declined then you right. drop it, right? You know, I think no, 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 no. It's like when they try to someone take, tries to make you take the, you know, the leftover salmon or whatever. Here's know. the bigger thing. What Dolly Parton says, well, you my fucking opinion.
0: do. That's but yeah. If Dolly says no, then uh-huh. it's a no.
3: I mean, it's It's a hard no. Yeah, it's Dolly no. fucking
2: Parton, dude.
0: <clears throat> so.
2: Yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna honor you whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah I'm not And people do You know what's sad about it, Hank it, uh, Hank Williams. Troubles. Because you know that last album of his, he had so many number one hits that we think all oh, the songs we think about when we think of Hank Williams. And his wife's getting you know, his wife I guess was collecting at all mm-hmm. the years, right?
3: Oh yeah, she's she's yeah. sitting pretty. If she's
0: still alive.
2: All right, all right guys. Well, Brandy, <laughs> your final thoughts on the great Hank Williams.
3: It sounds like a lot of talent was just squandered. 29 years old.
2: Uh, yeah. Colonel, uh, so what's I your final I think Jimmy thoughts Hendrix, Kirk Mr. Cobain, Williams.
0: Janis Joplin, they all strive to emulate Keith Moon, Hank Williams, but they, you know what? They they pulled the trigger a little too soon uh, metaphorically, not you know, in Kurt Cobain's case, you know, mm-hmm. But two years wow. early, because 29 should be the year that you go out, Timmy. Not 27.
2: Oh, the twenty 29- nine. And, and oh. here's
0: another one for you, Devil. Speaking of Saturday nights, um, I thought of you when uh, recently, this week, we lost Taylor Hawkins, the drummer for the Foo Fighters. Um, and they said yes, that they man. had found... Ten substances in his system: benzos, tricyclic antidepressants, uh, painkillers, alcohol. And I thought, yeah, that's mm, a- he ain't as tough as the devil. Then he just ain't as tough that's as right. the devil.
2: I mean, you gotta be really careful when you're taking opiates and benzos because that's a deadly combination. Well, that's because that's what, most of the overdoses. It's mostly that you know when people overdose on. Over the counter stuff. It's a lot of times it's the mix of, you know, Xanax. One of the things that
0: I have, in my vast experience, have learned in my life is if you had a whole bottle of Xanax benzos by themselves, they are almost impossible to overdose on, Timmy. Did you know that? Yeah, but if you mix them with anything else, they become extremely deadly. So the more you know listeners, yeah, the more you know. It, it Not that I'm going to change anybody's behavior because group. our listeners are, you know, reckless to me. They're reckless. Well,
2: we don't I'm have that many Okay, so you going to let the
0: devil off here be before angry. she gets turn Before it takes a turn for the ugly.
2: All right, you Colonel, agree. you want to you want to give a shout out to all the wonderful people who support us on Patreon I will. Let's talk like with us on
0: Liz Patreon. Lawrence our, uh our uh, Louisiana, New Orleans Kim Purple and Baby Sam, Stevie Smiles, Emily, Alan Cox, Aaron Kunkamola, Rachel Goss, Anna Kaufman, Shelby Pelleggie, Robert Benefield, Gina Green, Andrea Louise Sedones, Tessie alacron Poor, Buffy, Danielle Townsend, Marianne Knight, The Already Gone Podcast with Nina, Amber Anderson, Ben Dobrovich, um, Bridget Bernard, Cassie Kitchens, Callie Jones, Christy Lee at Canadian True Crime, Cheryl Asplin, Cheryl LeBlanc, Clark and Diane Tobridge, Erica Kinney, Aaron Turner, Marsha Boris, Jake, Cleveland Payne, Jamie Dent, Iroh, Jason Dykes, Jeff and Don Chestnut, Jennifer Orcutt, Jennifer Savoda, Jess, Kelly Shrek, Kim Stroop, Christine Malachinsky, Laura O'Reilly, Marsha Boris, Marie, Mary Courtney Sheldon, Michelle Johns, Paula Kimes, Sarah Bloom, Sue Van Hook, Shannon Arnold, Shirley Strap. Shirley, we haven't heard from you in a while. We hope you're doing very, very well. We're always thinking about you. Uh, Terry Stratford, They Walk Among Us podcast. Benjamin just had his 40th birthday this week, so we wish him a a happy birthday.
2: Happy birthday, Um, Ben. You
0: know, I, I feel bad for Ben, 40 years old and a beautiful wife and tall, dark, handsome and successful. So... You know, hopefully he takes it in stride. Tyrone, Todd. Ty-
2: he's kind of a he's kind of the mirror mirror image. <laughs> kind of, Colonel. Yeah,
0: as I said, he he is basically the next double o seven. So uh, Todd Long, Tommy yes. Lane, and Tracy Smith, and that wraps this episode up of Hank Williams.
2: Yes, and uh, if you would like to support us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs all one word, where you can give a little, you can give It'll a lot. Just a wee or a little
0: bit to me, just a wee
2: little bit. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time on History Dweeb. Good day. Bye, everyone Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.